Hello and welcome to Stockcast Invest Wisely, the podcast about investing smartly and achieve the financial freedom that we all are aiming for. Hi Stockcasters, welcome to another episode of Stockcast Invest Wisely. We are going to continue our series for the best blue chip stocks from each sector. And this time we are going to talk about consumer staple sector. And afterwards, I will reveal my favorite company from this sector and why I am planning to buy this company very soon. Consumer staple companies generally sell food, beverages, household and personal products. And these are the products which we need in our daily life. And no matter what, we have to buy these products. That's why this is considered to be a defensive sector because no matter how bad the economic conditions are or if there is a recession, these companies generally perform really well. Because of their stable business model, these companies pay consistent dividends to their shareholders. And not only they pay dividends, but they increase it every year. So every year you are going to get more and more cash flow in your portfolio. You might be surprised to know that most of the companies from dividend aristocrats list are from the consumer staple sector. If you guys don't know what dividend aristocrats are, these are the companies which have been paying dividends and increasing dividends uh, consecutively for more than 25 years. Consumer staple companies may not have the highest earnings growth or year-over-year revenue growth because as market leaders, they are already large mature companies, but these stocks make up for that modest growth with safety, reliable profits, and defensive positioning. There are many high-quality blue-chip companies in this sector. Some of them are Procter & Gamble, Unilever, Clorox, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Kimberly-Clark, Campbell Foods, Byersdorf, Henkel. So there are, there are many options to choose from, but at the end, I had to pick one, which I think is the one of the best company from this sector. And at the end, I decided to pick PepsiCo. So let me share with you why I think PepsiCo is one of the best blue chip company from this sector and why I am planning to buy this stock sooner in the near future. PepsiCo is a global food and beverage company that generates $67 billion in annual sales. It has a ticker PEP and is trading at around $135 today. The company has many brands, including Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Frito-Lay, Gatorade, Tropicana, Quaker, and many more. Even though it is known for its carbonated beverages, especially Pepsi, but the food and snack business from PepsiCo makes up approximately 52% of the sales. So it is really well diversified. And if you compare it to uh, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola primarily focuses on beverages, but PepsiCo is well diversified and its product portfolio is balanced between the food and beverage. It has been one of the best performing dividend growth stocks over the past several decades. Actually, Pepsi has increased its dividend for 48 consecutive years. So it is almost a dividend king. So dividend kings are the companies which has been increasing their dividend consecutively for more than 50 years. So just two years are left for for Pepsi. And I think Pepsi will make sure that they are the dividend kings. So no matter what happens in the next two years, they are going to increase their dividend. And I guess, or I believe that they are going to increase 
in many more years to come as well. At the moment, PepsiCo is paying 3% dividend yield. Even though it is not a really high yield stock, but stocks with the highest dividend yields are questionable because they are not in sound financial conditions. Instead, PepsiCo is a rock-solid dividend stock whose dividend stable sustainability is not in question. The same cannot be said of many other stocks carrying really high yields. As an example, you can look at Wells Fargo. It was trading at really high yield, but because of the global health crisis, they had to cut that dividend because it was just not sustainable. And I believe if the company continues to grow their earnings per share every quarter, every year, as it has been doing for the past several decades, then I think it should have no problem raising its dividend every year. I expect it to continue increasing its dividend at mid to high single digit rate over the next many years to come, even during the recessions. Now, even though Pepsi has a really stable business model, but we also need to consider if the company has also a strong growth strategy. And there, Pepsi has multiple catalysts for future growth, not uh, including new products, as well as expansion into the international markets, especially emerging markets. PepsiCo's new products are shaping its growth in an environment of changing customer preferences. In many developed markets, such as US, consumers are steadily drinking less and less soda due to the high calories and sugar content. Instead, they are uh, leaning towards healthier beverages like energy drinks or tea, juices, bottled water. And therefore, Pepsi has been investing heavily into this category. They have been, they, are, they already own Gatorade brand, which is a flagship uh, brand for the sports drinks, but they are also investing heavily into other brands as well, into sports and athletic drinks. In addition to that, they have been also investing in the healthier foods as well. They already have a company's uh, product line called Better For You Offering, which is for healthier foods and drink options. And they have really low calories and sugar. Moreover, they have also been investing in the international market because that would be a really great growth catalyst for PepsiCo, especially in the emerging markets. So countries like China, Latin America, and Southeast Asia as well, there they are uh, investing heavily as well and doing the marketing as well. Let's now look at the PepsiCo valuation. So at the moment, it has a market cap of $185 billion, so it's a huge company. It has a trailing PE of 27 and forward PE of 22, so it is expected that the company will be more profitable in the future. The price to sales ratio is 2.74, so which is quite reasonable. I like the companies in this sector to be less than three price to sales ratio, ideally less than two, but PepsiCo is a high quality premium company. And it is difficult to find these kind of companies at good discounts or good values. But whenever there is a chance, they are they make a really good investment. The price to book value of PepsiCo is 14.8, which I think is a bit high. But again, because of its premium company, the valuations can be high as well. If you look at the profit margins, the profit margin is 10.13%, which is good in this sector. Now, if you look at the payout ratio, it is almost 80%, which I think is a bit higher from my likings. I like the companies to have the payout ratio of around 50 to 60%. But I think because of the current health crisis, uh, their earnings have 
gone down a bit and that's why their payout ratio is, is a bit high. If you don't know what payout ratio is, payout ratio means that uh, how much percentage of the net profit the company is paying to the shareholders as a dividend. So if a company is earning $100, then if their payout ratio is 80%, then they pay $80 back to the shareholders as a dividend. If you look at the balance sheet of Pepsi, then they have cash of around 9 billions and debt of around 45 billions. So also the debt is a bit higher than I would like it to be, but they have a free cash flow of $5 billion and they can pay off this debt and reduce this debt in the future. So I would definitely, definitely like the company to reduce their debt levels so their balance sheet looks better. But because of their strong product portfolio and strong brand valuations, I'm not really worried about their debt. So guys, that was all from my side. I hope you liked the episode. Uh, let me know if you are already invested in PepsiCo or are you planning to invest in the company in the future? Invest wisely. Until next time. Please keep in mind that we are not financial advisors and do your own research before making any investment decisions. Thank you.